I was listening to uh, a podcast the other day, and um, I knew I had to download this episode. It's a <clears throat> it's a lefty podcast, and it's done. It's called "You Can Tell Me Anything," and I've listened to this podcast before, and I semi know the girl that does the podcast. I uh, stayed at her house one time back in 2009 uh, in New York City when she was a student at NYU. And, uh, yeah, just as, like, a, we had nowhere to go. It was me and my brother, and it was couch surfing. We found her place. We stayed there for a couple of nights. And uh, now she lives in California, I believe, and she does a podcast. And she had an episode titled... I took plan B 10 times in one year and every episode she has, she has a guest on the show. So this is going to be an episode about a girl who took plan B 10 times in one year. And that's like her little confession. And I was like, I got to listen to this. Cause I know it's just going to, Oh my gosh, it's going to blow my mind. And I, I got to listen to it. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to play parts of the episode. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, so let's let's uh, start playing it right now. Dramatic writing where you were supposed to be channeling a spirit. But in this case, oh, you're just fine. fucking barfing stuff out. And I was like, I'm going to tell her about the year that I took Plan B a bunch of times. And I thought it must must have been like five or six times. And then I texted a couple of my friends and said, do you remember that year where you would say I used plan B emergency contraception, like a Pez dispenser? How many times, can you ballpark it? Cause I was drinking and my memory is not great on a sober day. So I was like, uh-huh. do you remember how much you have? And my friend said, you took it at least 10 times. Wow. And I know she's not, I know she's not exaggerating. Okay. Um, first off, let me give you a little rundown on this girl. Just let me give you a rundown. She is a comedian, like all the guests on this show are. She's a comedian, a female comedian, 38 years old. 38. And when I was listening to this, I was like, oh, this is probably a story from like, uh, from, you know, 2000, maybe something like that. You know, when she was like 19, 20, 21 well, you're going to find out later in this podcast how old she was when she did this crap. But she just talks about it like it's, oh, yeah, no big deal. It was a crazy year for me. I took Plan B 10 times. What is wrong with you? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Female comedians are the worst people on planet Earth. They are the worst. It doesn't get worse than a female comedian. Especially in a place like L.A. Oh my gosh. There's a reason all of them are single and in their mid-30s. Because nobody can be with one of them. They are unbearable. They're gross. They're disgusting. They're all feminist idiots who hate men. And good gosh, they're not funny. All they are is whores that have a lot of sex with a lot of freaking idiots and then have a bunch of abortions and take plan B all the freaking time. Oh yeah, whatever. I live my life. I do what I want. I'm a female comedian. Ha, huh, I'm funny. Vagina, vagina, vagina. They're unbearable. And it's like they can't see it. They can't see how bad they are. They're blind to how in ridiculous their freaking lifestyle is. But they continue to do it. 
And it's, uh, oh, dude, I cannot even handle it. Let's keep going. And I was like, fuck, you're right. I did. Sometimes twice in a month, which is ridiculous. I didn't go on, on the rig. Twice a month. Oh, my gosh, dude. First off, I did a little bit of research on Plan B after I listened to this episode just to see what it was all about. And apparently when you go on Plan B, it really Fs with you. Like, it really Fs with you. It's not anything to mess around with. It's something where it's like, okay, if you do this. First off, I'm anti-Plan B. If somebody freaking finishes inside of you, A, you should have... That should have been a moment where y'all were planning to have a kid. But if it was an accident, then the guy's a freaking idiot. A complete moron. And if you want to do it, oh yeah, do it. And I'll just take plan B, not a big deal. You're a freaking whore. Sorry, you're a whore. You're an unbearable piece of crap. And she's sitting here, sometimes two times in a month. Have you ever heard of pulling the penis out of the vagina before he finishes? Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of birth control? Have you ever heard of a condom? What is wrong with you? People like this girl should not even, they should not be allowed to have sex. They shouldn't be allowed to. They're freaking idiots. And I'm just going to go ahead and reveal it right now. When she was doing this, she was 36 years old. 36 years old, taking Plan B twice a month. Whatever you tell me in this podcast, because, you know, podcast people, they always like to tell you advice and stuff. Whatever you tell me, go F yourself. You don't know crap. You're 36 Obviously, you're not married. Obviously, you have no kids. Obviously, you have nothing going for you because you're a freaking idiot who takes Plan B twice a month. Unfreaking believable. 36 years old. Hey, how about you grow up? Hey, how about you don't let every guy you bang finish inside of you? How about you don't do that? I mean, what the F, man? Holy crap. Here we go. Birth control bill. I took, I was drinking, I was fucking a lot, uh, clearly, and I took emergency contraception at least 10 times. In one calendar year? Um, in the space of 12 months. Wow. Oh, and she's retarded, too. In one, in one calendar year. Uh, in the space of 12 months. That is a calendar year, you dumb A. Jeez, the freaking wheeze. I was effing a lot, obviously. I was a slut. No shame there. You can't get mad at me for being a slut. I'll be a slut if I want. F you. I was borderline having abortions every weekend. And my life was great. And I'm 36 while I was doing this, by the way. Yeah. That's a lot. It was a lot. That Unnecessarily a lot. Well, uh, this is expensive. It's more expensive than birth control. Yeah, because I was, yeah, I was buying it. You can get it over the counter, thank God, uh-huh. for now. Knock on wood. Yeah. I have a friend who, after Trump was elected, bought a bunch of it and was like, I'm <laughs> stockpiling it for my friends. She. Can- oh, my gosh. The, uh, of course she hates Trump. 
Obviously, she hates Trump. Oh, after Trump got elected, we were afraid we couldn't murder kids anymore, so we ran to the place. We got as much as we could get because F Trump, he hates killing babies. Fuck that guy. God! Being like, do you just want it? Want it from me? Or like, <laughs> she's people, like, people are like, going, why aren't you on birth control? Birth and there's control. kind of a complicated reason for that. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, I, I did. I, I would just, yeah, I had some unprotected sex, which, thank goodness, again, knock on wood, I came out of um, alive and reasonably physically healthy, if perhaps not mentally healthy, exactly. I knock on wood. Which, which insinuates she's still doing this. Hey, 38-year-old single pathetic woman, stop having unprotected sex and letting guys finish inside of your vagina. Please, stop. Suppose that that was, you know, a year that led me to eventually get sober, which is very good. Yeah, when you, did, what was the timeline of uh, that year and then when you so stopped I, drinking? Or you first know, realized you wanted to stop drinking, I guess. So it's kind of hard for me to remember exactly because it's a, there's a real mushy period between, I would say, it's like 2016, 2017 and part of 2018 are not so always so clear it wasn't that i was drunk all the time but it was that i was hung over a lot uh, <laughs> i was hung over two to four days a week and wow. so that was these female comedians who act like kids are crap i'm gonna live this solo life and have fun they are so sad dude they're so sad she was wasted throughout three years banging guys Taking plan B every freak. How do you not just wake up one day and realize how pathetic your life is? You are going to be so miserable when you hit an age where you can no longer have sex with guys because they're not going to have sex with you because you're 50. Which, let's be real, sweetheart, that's around the corner. You're 38. When you're 50, ain't nobody going to sleep with you. And I guarantee you she's going to clubs and bars and crap looking for hookups. Grow the F up. What is wrong with you? Jeez Louise, man. I'm 28 years old. I'm 10 years younger than this woman. And I realized that that lifestyle was complete, uh, a complete joke. Uh, probably midway through university. Uh, I pretty much discovered, wow. Going to bars and banging people. Not that I ever did it, but I did see it. I thought it, uh, it could be fun when I was midway through college. Oh, I get it. I get it. It'd be fun. Then about midway through college, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. That's not fun. That's stupid. Why would you want to do that? That's so meaningless and just stupid. Do you not have better things to do with your time? Do some more productive crap. But no, here she is, 38, still going ham. It's sad really the issue and I wasn't drinking a huge quantity there's this misconception that alcoholics have to drink a lot to be qualified as alcoholics but no if you're if you're using alcohol in a way that negatively impacts yourself or other human beings uh you know that's a pretty good indicator yeah. you have a problem of some sort and some people just 
quit for a little while. Some people go cold turkey sober forever. Uh, I I have retired. Well, <laughs> I say they, you're retired uh, they hung up like my that. jersey in a Ho Stadium, I guess, and <laughs> <laughs> rained down confetti made of Plan B contraception. <laughs> but so I'm. She's so proud of being a whore. So proud of it. Has never been happier to be a whore. Oh, uh, yeah. They, I'm retired from drinking, but that gamut, I'm still banging. Did I mention I'm 38? Single? No kids? My ovaries have dried up and I can no longer have kids? Yeah, life is good. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that it was, let's, let's look at like, I'd say early 2017 to early 2018. And uh, this was in L.A.? Uh, in, in L.A., but I travel a lot. Okay. So, well, I mean, because you used to live in New York as well. I just remembered one of the times. It's all coming back to me now. One of the times was a... I was on Tinder for a week for girls and a week for guys. And I think I went on two... Oh. A 36-year-old. I'm, I'm not even going to give her that anymore. She was 37. Let's be real. She was 37. She said 2018. Between 2017 and 2018. It's early 2019. This mother effing whore was 37. On Tinder. One week for girls. One week for guys. Literally trying to get the bang with anything that is not an animal. Literally anything. And it was fun. And let's hear a little story. I guarantee this can be classic. Dates. One of the dates was a day date with a guy who professed uh-huh. to have had a crush on me in college. To oh, be thrilled. From Tinder? Yes. To Whoa. be thrilled to meet me in person. And we had a lovely lunch. And then he never called or contacted uh-huh. me again. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he probably found out that you had... Plan B situations on a freaking twice a month basis. And he was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, not going to work out. Oh, and you're a comedian? Yeah, that's not going to work. Fuck that dummy. Yeah. Um, but, uh. <laughs> yeah, F that dummy. What an idiot. He really missed out on a real gym. Real gym over here. God, what a mistake he made. Dude, if that guy had gone on a second date, would have been the worst decision of the dude's life. I'm sure he's looking at you and listening to you right now thinking, good gosh, I dodged a bullet. And you're sitting here, (laughs) F that dummy. He missed out on a good lay. He guaranteed would have been able to shoot right inside of my vagina. (laughs) Missed out, dummy. You know, whatever. Uh, I'm sure I'm luckier that he did not contact me afterwards. (laughs) And then the other one was this guy who was such a sweetheart Mm -hmm. who we just, we had a one that we went out and we had pizza. We had a one night stand. We talked about hockey, not during sex. Uh, (laughs) And then the next morning I was like, I realized we, I mean, we both were from the New York metro area and both had um, really bad tattoos from the late 90s and early 2000s. So why not fuck, you know? I why not like you be and I lot? have a similar spot tattoo because I have a California tattoo. Oh, God, her logic is out of this world. 
I mean, we both had crappy tattoos, so F it. Let's bang. Hey, we both have a mouth. Let's bang. Oh, my gosh. You're single. I'm single. Why not? Let's bang. Oh, my gosh. You're wearing shoes. Dear goodness, I'm wearing shoes. Bang? Question mark. Okay. And just to let you know, you can totally shoot out right inside of my vagina because that's the thing I'm famous for. No need to worry. Got a stack of Plan Bs that I bought before Trump got elected. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I have North Carolina, have North Carolina on my arm. I got it drunk at a baby shower. Ooh, yours is way better. I did mine sober. It was $13. Oh, great. I like let me just point out, the host of this show needs to stop being such a cuck. Good gosh. She'll never call anybody out. Oh, yeah, well, I was sober when I got mine. You can tell in the back of her head she's thinking, good gosh, this woman is an absolute freak. Yeah, I got mine drunk at a freaking party. After I got it, I banged four guys. They all shot out right inside of my vagina. Took plan B the next day. Host, call her out. She's a freaking whore. Don't just let her act like she's normal. I think I, I don't know if that's worse. I was. Worse. I think I walked. This is a very North Carolina, Western North Carolina story. I walked. I was at my friend's baby shower. Was it the day? I think it was a baby shower, <laughs> or the or the day after their wedding. I don't know. Let's say it was baby shower. And uh, I always say it's baby shower. Now I'm doubting it as I'm listening. As I'm listening to myself, like what? Uh, I walked. <laughs> I walked. I think I walked a few blocks to a tattoo joint and was like, not. I was tipsy, uh-huh. and I was like. I love North Carolina. I went to, I finished school there and uh, I said, can, you know, can I get an outline of the state? And I pointed to where I wanted it uh, on my bicep. And he said, you know, do you want it on your inner bicep? And I said, no, I want it here. <laughs> the result is that I walk around with a North Carolina tattoo that I have to bring my arm up like a jaunty lad, <laughs> put my hand on my hip so that it's, it's, you know, it is horizontal. North Carolina is a horizontal state. But you can see it, but cause you, I can see why you picked there because otherwise it's hidden. Okay. I'm going to skip ahead. Yeah. So, uh, him, he knew for sure. And he like made a joke that I don't remember what it was cause I was hungover, <laughs> but it was cute and funny. And the pharmacy tech also thought it was cute and funny. And I thought it was cute Aww. and funny. It was just, I was just like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so this was I, like, um, like plan B. I remember when I was getting out of college, uh, my early twenties in New York, it wasn't embarrassing. I remember it was almost like there's a point of pride. And also, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. good either. Well, because it wasn't, it wasn't the, I mean, I was raised Catholic and, mm. you know, uh, birth control was the devil and abortion was the super devil. Um, P.S. Well, <laughs> I'll explain the irony of that later. But, um, mm-hmm. but so, mm-hmm. you know, are you 486, which I think is pronounced. It, birth control's the devil, abortion's super devil. I'm a whore, had 15 abortions, and Plan B 50 times. And of course the host has done Plan B. It's like, well, when I got my Plan B, they talk about it like it's such a normal thing. Pull the penis out of the vagina! Gah! She's the freaking wheeze, man. I didn't realize people in America were so freaking stupid. But apparently they are. And they just won't stop being morons. And this is why the, the abortions are so rampant. Because people are freaking idiots and they won't do anything responsibly. Bucket, man.
was the, the French, uh, I think, code for it. Like their FDA, I think okay. it was RU486. But uh, that was, um, I think it's called Mifibrone. I forget how to pronounce it. But basically... The first thing the, with these... Yeah. <laughs> My best friends. Well, I worked at Planned Parenthood briefly. Okay. Um, but so... Of course she worked at Planned Parenthood. What other job other than Planned Parenthood and a comedian could she possibly do? Uh, which I'm sure... Wait, I'm sorry. She could she could be an activist. She could totally be an activist for like women's rights or something. <laughs> that somebody from Planned Parenthood listening would be like, "Girl, why don't you get on the pill?" <laughs> so the difference between the uh, uh, um, uh, medical or, or chemical the abortion, like which you can do at at home with a prescription, obviously. Is that the the concept anyway? Is that it, it induces a mm-hmm. miscarriage, if you will? So it induces like you know cramping and bleeding and shedding of the uterine lining. Uh-huh. Whereas, oh, cramping and bleeding and shedding. Oh, uh, that's not so bad. Sounds. Uh, I wonder what this cramp. Oh, that's probably the process of a baby being destroyed and killed. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Cool. Let's keep going. Uh, with emergency contraception. If you, it, it, it is a heavy dose of hormones. It's what doctors prescribed for years when the pill first became legal. Um, first in the 60s and then in the 70s, you were finally able to get it without your husband's permission in most states. Wow. Oh, yeah. You had to get your, hus- your husband's permission. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How dare you have to get a man's position? F men. Am I right? Men suck. I'm a stand-up comedian, 38 years old, bang a lot of guys, do a lot of plan B. Doctors would just, if you were like, oh, the condom broke, or oops, whatever, the doctor would just prescribe a full um, round of birth control. So you would take all your pills. Um, from the little all at once? Yes, you would take them all at once. A supercharged, oh, wow. yeah. Jesus. And by the way, nobody should ever do that without. No. A, you need to go to your doctor. This is absolutely not medical advice. This is not healthy. This is not something you should do. Also, any doctor would tell you, any nurse practitioner would tell you, any nurse would tell you, you should not be taking emergency contraception. As your primary method right. of contraception, what I did There's was the B, act a. of a desperately sad, <sighs> troubled, depressed, active alcoholic. Okay, mm-hmm. do not do what I. Dummy, you're still doing it. You've stopped drinking, but you're still doing it. You're still going out. You're still hooking up, and you're still taking Plan B. I was desperate. Lonely, uh, sick. Uh, what other excuses can I come up with? Don't do it, Chase. Hold up, we gotta take a break, and we're gonna start back again here in just a second. So hold up. All right, sorry about that. We're back. Uh, let's keep it going. I did. I can laugh about it because humor is one way that I deal with issues, but this is absolutely not a prescription for behavior. It is. Ha 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 ha! Took a lot of Plan B, guys. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I personally can laugh about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't do it, but looking back on it, it is kind of funny. You know, I took a lot of Plan Bs. A lot of guys finished their load in me. It is, I mean, it is kind of funny. <laughs> you know, I'm going to incorporate that into my stand up routine. I think that'll work. Not good. 
There's yeah. a reason I have nine months and uh, six days sober today. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like, because I was, it's interesting because I, I only ever taken plan B once, but I remember it being like a, I don't want to say cool because that's like kind of like say the wrong no, thing. No, it is at first. But you're wasn't like, it? There was I something. Sex. Yeah, there was something about <laughs> it, especially at that age and, and specifically living in New York and so being like, you know, the sex in the city vibe. That mm-hmm. was the era where everyone wanted to be like from sex in the city. And when I was like finally yeah, out in college and dating, years. Oh my yeah, God, that must have been wild. In New York, yeah. And so that feeling of like when I did take Plan B, there was a kind of, it was kind of like cool. Like, well, here I am. Like, I gotta get Plan B, guys. Sex and the condom broke. Did I not tell y'all female comedians are the worst people on the planet? I mean, they just are. Just listen to them talk. Whatever. That's just what I do. <laughs> and emergency contraception works in theory by um, if you have let's, if you have not ovulated mm. that month, it prevents ovulation, so it prevents the ovum from being released. To, and so, therefore, no. Uh, even though, though the sperm is like yeah. hanging out up in your junk for a minute, like a day or two, <laughs> I don't know. I forget. I used to know these things. Um, you know, no, the the ovum cannot be infertilized. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the theory is, if if the ovum has been fertilized but has yet to implant on the the lining of your uterine wall, uh, emergency contraception will ideally uh, prevent that from happening. Yeah, I think it makes your body think you're already pregnant, right? So it can't. Yeah, implant. I think it, it. I don't know if it induces like a Something thickening like of the yeah. of the lining or what it does, but yeah. So that's the d- the difference between you know emergency contraception versus the uh, you know the emergency contraception does not ideally induce you know any kind of pain or cramping you might get a headache or feel a little nauseous from the heavy dose of hormones Mm -hmm. and back in the day man i mean regular birth control was so intense that a lot of kind of what Mm -hmm. i I got off it finally because i was getting so depressed and my mood swings were crazy it was like and then as soon as i got off it because i talked to enough people who were like oh it's the pill and then even after that i was like okay i guess it's just the pill but i kept taking it and then i just broke down crying in a parking lot one day and then i was like i think i gotta stop taking this mm-hmm. it, it's like driving me crazy it has a real effect on people and everybody is different we become our own science experiments in yeah. a sense and so uh, i have a friend who just got the iud got the yeah, copper one now. and yeah. yeah and she it's very it's way better it's really it's helpful. For it her. doesn't affect my moods at all. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, so here's here's the 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 kicker, if you okay. will, which is that I, I ended up never getting pregnant, which is great. Okay, I'm done with her, man. Sorry, uh, wasn't sure if she had anything else to say. Uh, so you saw it, you heard it. It's unbelievable. Now, I'm going to finish with one more thing. Uh, when I went, I always got to go to these people's Instagrams because I know they're going to be good. I mean, I just know they're going to be good. You already know there's going to be a bunch of anti-Trump stuff on there. You already know there's going to be a bunch of gay rights crap on there. What, whatever they want to post. It's going to be on there. So I went to hers, and I went back a few months. And sure enough, post from February, it's a picture of Jussie Smollett and his family, like his siblings and stuff, I guess. I don't know. And they look so sweet and happy together. They're on a couch. It's black and white. It just looks like a great family. And under it, here's what it says, okay? Now, this first part, 
Sarah, the girl that was that person, this is what she wrote. I am wowed by the love, kindness, and compassion and generosity of a family sharing this painful story with the public. May they all heal and feel the love so many folks have sent their way. This statement is a gift, and I am moved by it. Who knows who this will help? I suspect it will awaken compassion in many hearts. Okay, that's what she said. Okay, this is Jesse Smollett we're talking about. The post says, Because there's a light in him that cannot be dimmed, because we are a family of joyful warriors, we will not let this get the best of us. You hear that, guys? They're warriors. Social justice warriors. Although this is a picture from happier times, this is the spirit to which we choose uh, chose to move forward. They will not steal our joy. Three black fists. Statement from our family. In the early hours of Tuesday morning, our beloved son and brother, Jussie, was the victim of a violent and unprovoked attack. We want to be clear. This was a racial and homophobic hate crime. No doubt about it. Jussie has told the police everything from the very beginning. His story has never changed. And we are hopeful they will find these men and bring them to justice. Our family thanks everyone for their prayers and the huge amount of love he has received. We are thankful to our village for your immense support during this trying time. We are so grateful that God saw him through this cowardly attack alive. Good gosh, he could have died. I added that in. Jussie is a warrior whose light cannot be dimmed. Can we stop calling him a warrior, please? I mean, last I checked, warriors don't do fake stage hate crimes. I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't do that. It says, we want people to understand these targeted hate crimes are happening to our sisters, brothers, and our, hang in there, guys, gender non-conforming siblings. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's like they, oh, this thing is so obviously staged. You're blatantly calling it guaranteed. Make no mistake about it. It was a hate crime. And then you're talking about this is happening to blah, 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 and non-conforming siblings. Oh, my gosh, dude. Many who reside within the, oh, here we go, intersection of multiple identities. Hey, can you please uh, speak English? Please. Good Gosh, speak English. Intersection of multi... Shut the fuck up. On a monthly, weekly, and sometimes even daily basis. All across our country. Oftentimes ending in fatality. These are inhumane acts of domestic terrorism and they should be treated as such. They will continue to occur 
until we hold each other accountable. Make no mistake, words matter. Okay, make, make no mistake. We want to make hate speech a thing, and we want to outlaw it, and we want to take away your free speech. Okay, that's pretty much what they're saying. Hateful words lead to hateful actions. Uh, only if you're a weak piece of crap idiot. If you're a weak, pathetic idiot, then yeah, maybe if somebody says, you're gay, you'll go home and kill yourself. But uh, you're weak as crap if you do that. Uh, we as a family will continue to work for love, equity, and justice until it reigns supreme in our nation and all over the world. With love and gratitude, the Smollett family. Uh, you're saying you're fighting for justice and your little Jesse, gay boy Jesse Smollett, is the, oh my gosh, the city of Chicago got no justice from that. Justice was not served in any way whatsoever. He got away scot-free. He's a privileged a-hole. He's a privileged gay black guy that gets whatever he wants. Because he's on a TV show. And he's deep. And he was friends with Michelle and Barack. Which means he's cool. God, these people, man. And of course she posts this. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. It only had one uh, comment on it. And I was like, oh, let's see what that comment is. And it was about your multicolored hearts. Classic LGBTQ plus 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 H-I-J-K bullcrap gesture and that was it and i was like you know what screw that i'm gonna come in because obviously nobody else is gonna do it. it's been two months i said well this backfired now we can all confidently say everything that was said in this post is a load of crap and anyone involved in this sick scam should be rejected by society and put in prison sick people like jesse are the people who keep america separated and uh, I'm going to go ahead and like that, my own comment, because the other comment didn't get any likes. Uh, yeah, and we'll see if she replies. But what a freaking pathetic loser. Of course, someone who supports Jussie is going to be taking plan B every other freaking week. What a pathetic human. Oh, women comedians, I'm telling you. If you ever see a woman who's a comedian and are even considering maybe I could date them, don't do it. Run from them. Get as far away from them as you possibly can. You won't regret it. Uh, with that being said, that's going to end the podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.